This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Thursday, it's 6.30ish and time for yet another Mansfield Matters podcast. We're into November and just a night after Halloween we'll be reflecting on a week which has been a real treat for Stags fans rather than a trick as the Stags draw against MK Dons and comfortably beat Crew on their own patch 3-0 for the first time since 1992 as the Stags away run continues. Tonight we'll hear from Jacob Mellis on his wonder strike against MK Dons. Fletcher has been talking to me about... Um shooting more uh, so telling me before the game shoot shoot so uh, I hit that one uh, caught it right so luckily winning um, last week his big head was in the way to be fair I was, I was trying to look around him but then um, see it go I hit the net and uh, I don't remember too much from there to be honest midfielder Timmy Elchnick scored twice in midweek but gave the plaudits to his teammates in between the sticks Bobby pulled an incredible save at the end to keep the clean sheet He's a crucial part of it as well. But today I think it was up from the front as well. The strikers are pressing high because obviously they want to play from behind. And I think uh, a couple of times they just uh, overplayed it and we nicked it. And um, I think that was good press from the front as well. And boss David Flickcroft says his side have one more demon to banish as we approach the weekend's trip to Cheltenham, winning back-to-back matches. We're desperate. That dressing room's desperate for that. Um, we're desperate for that. Um, I said to Saturday, you know, to the players that that game um, against MK, we've invested wisely, we've got League One players. It was like taking the League One team on. And went toe to toe with them, and I think that belief that the boys got over brought that into tonight's game. Plus, as always, we'll have your comments and questions in the live feed in the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield matters. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast with Craig Priest, Cam Felton, and Nathan Edge. It's time for kickoff. Very good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, of course, because Mansfield Matters. If this was the crew podcast tonight, it would be the podcast of horrors. And it's a shame that we're not playing Creepy Crawl either. That's all Halloween jokes that I've got, although I can't really claim them because before we started, they were the work 
of Cam and Nathan. They join me tonight. No Simon uh, this evening. We hope he is well. He'll be joining us again at the same time next week. So you've just got the three of us. So as always, we want your comments and your questions to help us through the next hour and a bit of uh, Stag's football talk here on the Mansfield Matters podcast, where it's been, I would say, a fairly successful week. And on the night after Halloween, you would probably say it's a treat, really. It was a treat the night before Halloween when we beat Crew 3. Now, I'm trying to get in Halloween jokes. That, that's, do you wait Not till Halloween, it's November. Thank you wait till Christmas, wait till, bomb, wait till next week with a bonfire night, and I can say it was a rocket or a or sparkler yeah, or go out with a right we bang, set them on we? fire or go out with a right bang. You know, the puns will come aplenty, but let's get down uh, to the nitty gritty. As always, we want to hear your, uh, your thoughts and your comments on your team, so uh, get involved in the comments uh, below, and uh, we'd love to hear from you this evening. Let's start by going back to last Saturday uh, when the Stags were at home at the One Call Stadium where they took on MK Dons riding high in the table and everyone predicted it was going to be a tough game because both sides went into that game cam with uh, a good solid defensive record and came out of it level level pegging again. It was possibly one of the, well, the most entertaining draws you could have hoped for to that absolutely spectacular goals you can't can't really not both of them Jacob Mellis having the confidence to take it on first time absolute rocket and then the same for the goal that we conceded you can't fair enough we probably could have closed it down quicker but when you see something like that nestling to top corner keeper's got absolutely no chance so you you can't really grumble at that one but as an overall you can't say it was a bad performance you can't say it was a great performance but it certainly was an entertaining game I suppose the, 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 the key talking point, Nathan, is that goal from Jacob Mellis. I mean, all credit to him, we bow down to him, but if you're trying that on the training ground, you're probably about going to get one in 100, aren't you? Yeah, I, th- I think probably the most positive thing to come out of this uh, last week is what I would probably say is our two players that are probably we've been most critical to and others probably been most critical to, uh, one being Jacob Mellis and the other one being Tyler Walker. They, those two players have seemed to really have lifted their game in this, you know, the last last couple of games. Um, and I think that's what we need. We need those players that I think we were carrying to, you know, to come to the front now and, and start putting performances. And I think, you know, the more they do that, the more it's going to obviously help the rest of the team. Performance-wise against MK Dons, obviously, I, I personally felt it was another tough afternoon, sort of conditions-wise. It was very similar to that Morgan game with a, a high wind, which sort of penders in first off a little bit. But I, I don't know about you, Cam, but I felt that at, at times at the back, we did ride our luck a little bit. We got away with a few sort of sloppy errors. We were quite sloppy in some areas, but we were also very tight in others. There were a lot of chances that they probably should have done better with, but we were just a little bit sharper, a little bit more on it. Um, the offside trap worked quite well with a few with a few chances their strike force um, obviously are quite a decent run of form so far banging goals in left right and centre so to restrict them to one and to have a, re- a relatively comfortable game in defence it, it wasn't too bad but it, it was a tough afternoon conditions wise you you just play the ball out it, it'd stand up in air and then you've got the pressure to deal, deal with again and it was just long spells of games either spent in their box or their eight, eight, within their attacking half and it it was it would look like a tiring game but we we got through it relatively unscathed and I think it's probably the best draw we've taken all season would you agree with that Nate? best draw all season 
Yeah, and I think you can say that MK Dons are probably most certainly going to be challenging for one of those top three spots coming the end of the season. So when you look at it like that, and when you look at the game, how you know we played well, you know we didn't get, we didn't scrape a draw against them. You know we we earned a good point against them, and uh, you know could have gone either way, could have gone either way for either team, but. You know, you can look at that and it certainly is a good point. Let us know your thoughts, as always, in the comments if you're watching in the live feed tonight. What were your thoughts on that game at home to MK Dunn's Melissa's goal? Probably early contender for goal of the season, although to be fair, we've, we've, we've had a few sort of decent efforts. I think, you know, Melissa's goal against MK, the way it zipped out to him, he hit it first time, you know, that a decent strike. But when you think of Tui Elschnicks at yeah. home to Northampton when he went box to box and a few others as well, there's some contenders, which, you know, which is uh, a positive thing, isn't it? So Another one, Neil Bishop's got to be up Oh, there. yeah, Neil Bishop. Yeah. Really been the, the surprise player. You think a lot of people were darting him when he came in. What is he, 30, 37, 38? 37, 38, yeah. yeah. So he's coming to the end of his career. And you think, oh, we've seen this before. You've got your Xander Diamonds, your David Murphins coming in, older players. A bit of a history of picking up knocks along the way. Is it going to end the same? No, he's possibly been the best signing that we've made all summer and he's been certainly one of the most consistent and we really did miss him at the game that he was suspended talking of go on Nate I think with that like when you bring in the experienced players I think they they are quite big risks and I'd probably say one out of five of them come off really well and I think Bishop is that one out of the five where it's uh, been a you know a massive thing for this club you had efforts from from League One as well to stay in, in, in League One so probably tells you about the, the calibre of player and how well thought off he is I was just going to say talk, talking of sort of knocks and things like that I mean on Saturday we were sort of dealt a couple of blows wasn't we we'll deal with the suspensions and the other card things later on but knocks wise I think Otis Khan has been off the boil for two or three weeks now and obviously it came out after the game on Saturday night that he took a knock at half time which led to his substitution and therefore you know it, as a result of that he missed Tuesday night's game yeah. uh, at Crewe does, does that explain a lot or do you think it's probably a, a mixture of the two because we're getting to that period of the season now where the weather's getting colder it affects people in different ways you know and things like that so what do you think Are we do we need to See, look after players a little bit more in that respect to, to try and not miss too many it's a hard one because we have got a lot lot of games close together as well you know we've got quite a lot of Saturday Tuesday Saturday Tuesday games so um, you're going to get players that are going to pick up knocks um, obviously Flickcroft's come out in um, in media this week and said that I think Otis was playing for, for longer with that knock than he originally thought maybe half an hour which has probably made it a bit worse so uh, shows Otis wants to play no matter what which uh, you know if you're a footballer most will um, but I think there's a there's a positive you know it, if it wasn't for for Otis's knock maybe Elsnick would not have played the role that he did um, on uh, on Tuesday night so, some things uh, happen for a reason don't they sometimes exactly. I mean we'll come on to, to Tuesday night's game uh, very shortly indeed but uh, comment in from Peter saying two great goals on Saturday both worthy of winning a game good side are MK Dons and I think we showed that we can match those top clubs which is exactly what we need to be doing I mean to be honest We'll talk a little bit more about home form later, Cam, because we've got a run of home games coming up 
uh, during Finally. November, which <laughs> which is which is great for for most as well. Um, certainly great for me at the minute. It's because they've already paid for a season ticket. Otherwise, I think I'd be struggling at the minute. Um, but um, yeah, we'll look at those later on. But. We're not really doing it at home at the minute. We're, we're sort of struggling a little bit. We've, we're sort of in and around, and we've not sort of got that click as what we've got away. And I think at the minute, if you was to be offered an away game on Saturday or a home game in terms of picking up points and picking up wins, you'd probably look to go for an away game, wouldn't you, at the minute? And we need to sort that home. Uh, we need to sort that home form out. As much of a, a issue that is that we're only doing it on the road compare the teams that we've played away to home we've played a lot more teams that are up there pushing up there at home than we have away and I think what we've lost one all season that was at home to Exeter a very good Exeter team that will definitely be up there we've drew we, we hammered Newport well they've turned it around Colchester are staying up there as well so it's not like that we've just rolled over to little teams and just let them pick up a point. We've actually had some tough games. Fair enough, we probably shut up more out of the game, but it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And it's not. Yes, it's good to win every game, but at a time like this and at the beginning of the season, winning every game isn't crucial. As long as you keep keep the points coming, winning every game doesn't have to happen. Keep your comments coming in. Roger says tonight, Elshnick must start every game if fit. I was really impressed with him, to be fair, on Tuesday. As I say, we'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, uh, good evening as well to our Simon. He's not with us tonight, unfortunately, but he will be back with us very, very soon indeed. Uh, for those wondering why it's just these three uh, ugly mugs and we've not... Not, not the, the, not the fourth ugly mug. Yeah, not the fourth ugly mug and the average age hasn't shot through, through the roof. So yeah. we open <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we will uh, see you again very, very soon indeed. Keep your comments coming in about the MK Dons game. Keep your comments coming in uh, about get your comments coming in about Tuesday's win at Crew uh, as well. Just briefly before we hear from Jacob Mellis tonight on his reaction on uh, that goal and his um, start so far, we'll have a little chat about him as well. Um, let's carry on talking about Knox because there was fear on Saturday uh, late on in the second half for, for Bobby Lesnick, and I think he sort of. He showed Tuesday, didn't he? Especially late on in that game, why it is so important for him to be inside again. This is not knocking Conor and Logan. I think we're very blessed to have two fantastic keepers in our ranks. But since Bobby has come in, you can't deny that he's grabbed the shirt with both hands and not let it go. And I think on Saturday, when we sort of saw him go down with that knock, which was feared to be an internal bleed, anything could have happened, couldn't it? Well, exactly. And you could tell just from their physical game that someone was going to get injured eventually their forward what was Anike was throwing yeah. his weight Chuck's around Anike, quite yeah. a bit there were a couple of challenges that were going unnoticed by the referee should we say and they just didn't really they played some good football but they were just very physical and I think we've got to counteract that which I don't think we've done so far this season for physical teams but we got through it Bobby obviously not as injured as we feared obviously managed to run it off throughout the rest of the game but it was just down I think we knew it was gonna, something was going to happen as soon as the referee started letting little niggly fouls go they're going to try and pull a quick one out referee and it was just an 
a challenge what was it it was a challenge to get the ball weren't it yeah it allegedly could come out to sort of claim the ball from a long ball forward and it just this just sort of was a bit of a coming together well, so things happen in football but it's just unfortunate that he picked up a little bit of an injury obviously managed to carry on which helped us that we didn't have to use another sub but I think as long as we can keep Elijah fit, then let's just keep this good run of form going. Yeah, I mean, clean sheets, well, I think, what, he's had three clean sheets in five or four, something like that, which is fantastic. And again, it's not just him, it's the defence around him as well. But to have that stat, that when teams were look, are looking at that and doing their research on us, and especially when we're going away from home, you know, it, it's almost having that extra bit of mental edge isn't it yeah I, I think um, I know you said, obviously the defence do deserve credit but I think the defence has changed quite a lot um, so far this season due to injuries and suspensions etc so he's been that regular figure there you know throughout the whole thing and um, he's, he's made some great saves but I just like his like we've always said he's a very different style of a keeper isn't he to, yeah. to Logan and uh, he's very sort of um on the front foot thinking sort of thing so he's there to sweep up when he needs to hence why you know he picked up an injury against MK Don because he was you know challenging for the ball you know being proactive and coming out for it um, and I think with with corners and things he's not afraid to you know he makes the ball his um, and I think that has been one of the most important things for us which you know again I know we're going to come on to Tuesday night but he did that a lot Tuesday as well I think we perhaps need to also praise the the front line as well because a lot of the defending over the last two games and especially Tuesday night was came from the front it came from Danny Rose and Tyler Walker closing things down and pressing high up the pitch and stopping um, you know Crew and MK Dons respectively getting out because both of those sides like to play from the back and try and sort of hit diagonal long balls forward and try and break you on the counter but when you're defending from the front and you're pressing higher that just relieves that pressure especially after that spell which uh, which for, for my money now is gone now with that conceding late goals mm. it relieves that pressure and just gives you that opportunity to push on and get that second and third doesn't it I will say you go back to uh, Crew and MK Dons playing from the back we've done the exact same thing this season played from the back a lot of the time and for most of the games it has worked obviously we've conceded late but we've had one or the other we've either had a good attacking game and not got the goals or we've had a poor attacking game and got the goals so inconsistency has been our biggest problem this season but finally starting to get through that and managing to make it a good defensive performance as well as a good attacking performance and actually starting to really find the goal as well now keep your comments coming in want to hear your thoughts on that game against Crum. we also want to hear your thoughts on Jacob Mellis as well he's got himself into the side uh, lately and for me I, mean, well, I think we have openly been a little bit critical of Jacob Mellis on this podcast a, a few times uh, but I think since he's sort of got his, his head right after that suspension and got back in the, the side over the last couple of games I think he's had relatively decent games I think he was heavily involved on Tuesday more Tuesday than MK Dons but uh, I think he's we're finally starting to see that promise which he sort of had to you know last season in last pre-season which never really materialised so you know it's so if it's not a couple of games thing uh, you know I think that's one of the the problems we've had, and well, I think he's had at Egg Club as well. People say is 
when he's on it he's a fantastic player and you know he can really perform and that's where you see his potential but he goes missing for a lot of games and that's his shit I just hope this isn't the two games where he's done well and now he's going to go missing for another five you know we don't want that we need him to be consistent now well let's hear from Jacob Mellis let's get his thoughts on uh, of course that goal on uh, Saturday against MK Dons did he mean it was it hitting hope or did he see it going in and let's get his thoughts uh, on his season so far as well obviously that three game ban for that instant in the Sheffield Wednesday game pre-season lost his place to you know McDonald and, and Bishop as well and Elshnick as well struggling to get in let's uh, hear his thoughts on that here's the thoughts of uh, Jacob Mellis Fletcher has been talking to me about um, shooting more, uh, so he's telling me before the game, shoot, shoot. So uh, I, I hit that one uh, quite right, so luckily winning. Um, nice swing to his big head was in the way, to be fair. I, I was trying to look around him, but then um, I, see it go, I hit the net, and um, I don't remember too much from there, to be honest. <laughs> you can see we, we was on it from the start today. Um, they're a good team, but um, we are as well, So, and I think that uh, we proved that today. We can go toe-to-toe with the, the best in the league. They played the right way. Um, the gaffer made no, no mistake about telling us... Um, how they play and how they move the ball so we, we was prepared for that and I think that you know the front boys f- from the front to the back um, we pressed them well and um, didn't let them play too much first half was uh, very difficult um, I think you see uh, Bobby's kicking is great um, and the wind the wind was getting um, it was getting caught up with him um, so it was, it was really hard but you know we, we just had to get on with it and um, second half we could pin them in a bit more it's been a disappointing start because obviously the suspension was hanging over my head and um, got that out of the way now and uh, you know I've been working with DT and the gaffer uh, working on my fitness um, through that period and I think that I've come back um, better and sharper and obviously I've scored a couple now and I want to keep um, scoring Jacob Mellis there speaking to I follow after that uh, 1-1 draw uh, against MK Duns on Saturday where he scored an absolute belting goal and just because Simon isn't on the podcast now we thought we'd share with you that picture where he is on that picture so Simon you can say that you have had an appearance on the podcast <laughs> in some way shape or form tonight uh, Roger says in the comments we're talking about Mellis at the moment of course on the back of uh, that goal and he's got to uh, Roger says got to say Melis Elshnick and Bishop played great against Crew. is this the midfield to do the business for the majority of the season well let's move on actually to that uh, Crew game because that brings us uh, very very nicely to it really because I think uh, Roger makes a, a fantastic point there to be fair because I was sort of saying what Mansfield have lacked sometimes is that buffer and it's almost like Mellis and uh, Elshnick were working in tandem obviously Elshnick Nath will take the plaudits for the two goals but it was almost like one was allowed to push forward and drive a little bit forward and then one would sit back and then if the other went forward the other would sit back and that sort of tandem work didn't leave any gaps in the midfield it allowed us to control the game and you have to say the movement in the midfield, obviously the quick free kick for the for the first goal, which we missed. Um, yeah. the, the movement for the second goal, uh, and in some respects as well, the movement for the third goal and the second half all involved that midfield sort of uh, link up between Mellis and Elshnick, didn't it? Yeah, I, and you, you sort of, as uh, Roger said, there are these going to be the three to sort of take us forward, and in some ways you do want the same players playing together as much as possible because that's what you're going to get you're going to they're going to get an understanding of how each other plays and they're going to be able to build that that partnership or you know build build the build the teamwork between them and um in some ways that once you know you can rely on your teammate you know if, if you have confidence in yourself going forward but you know that that player knows exactly where you are and can go back it, it makes life it's going to make the performances a lot more fluid and a lot you know the performances a lot better and I think 
from the beginning of the season the performance was good but I just think they keep getting better and that's because we're getting used to our system and our, our, each other plays I think as well it's the first time that we saw we'd heard a lot about Elshnick Cam before he arrived on loan obviously Flickcroft raving about him had him on loan last year at Swindon Derby raving about him as well very unlucky probably not to stay at, at Derby really um, and maybe get a bit of game time there but We'd, we'd seen him play a little bit deeper in that deep midfield role and he, he did it relatively well and we were quite impressed with him and then for me I saw a different side to him on, on Tuesday night that playing a little bit higher getting off the, the midfield getting off the front two and driving at them and we know he's got a good left foot on him and a good shot on him and it's a danger to teams isn't it? Well exactly like you said he had got the promise last season unfortunately he did get injured whilst at Swindon probably a good thing for us considering we played them later Late on in the on, season yeah. <laughs> but um, it did show promise there like you said unfortunate not to stay at Derby what do you have got game time at Derby not so sure so they said obviously sent him out on loan and I think it's one of the better signings that we have made it's he's, he's just brought something different to the game he can play that defensive role but he also knows where the back of the net is he, he's got that link up play a, a wicked left foot and you can't really say that he's the sort of person you could drop he's definitely first team team sheet for me I think we were quite surprised actually to see him drop weren't we a couple of games ago Nath yeah we did I think it was on the last podcast or the podcast before we were saying that he didn't really do anything to be dropped had he and so it was, it was um, quite unusual to see it so uh, you know when I did see the name on the uh, you know that starting team for for Tuesday night. When we were sat in that traffic, yeah, thinking we're, that we're never going to make yeah, it. Yeah, we're probably not going to see him play oh. live, really, are we? But uh, I mean, uh, no idea how we managed to make it with what was just half an hour gone, weren't they? When we actually got well, there. Put it, this, end, put it this way, Nath Stags aren't the only ones that got three points that night. <laughs> I expect him coming your dad's way very, yeah. very soon indeed. For anyone that doesn't know the uh, the. Uh, the story behind this and there was uh, ourselves um, and quite a few other Stags fans on Tuesday night who were obviously travelling towards Crewe there was a was it the A50, A50 yeah. yeah there was an accident on the A50 probably about 100 yards from where we were in the traffic actually which yeah. is scary when you think about it especially considering recent events elsewhere um, obviously caused a massive massive tailback I think we were sat for an hour and a half yeah, I mean, they were saying the reports coming through at, at one point that traffic wasn't going to get moving again until half past nine, and yet yeah. when it started moving, was about a second away from before I brought a match pass to watch it on my phone. <laughs> so we decided just to go with commentary as uh, Nathan's dad, Mick, decided to get himself three points probably at some point. Yeah. Uh, we won't reveal what speed he was actually going in case there's any policemen who watched this <laughs> video, but. It should have taken us. Should have taken us about an hour from where we were, and we did it. In yeah, we did it. Tw- and let's say let's say forty when in re- let, let's say forty when realistically it was probably about half of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we flew that, didn't we? And he went the wrong <laughs> way as well. <laughs> yeah. we scored. We scored about and uh, he, well, he should have took the third exit. And he took the second because we team was celebrating. And it was like just one of those days, wasn't it? But it was well worth getting there for. Yeah, wasn't it? brilliant. We got there about five minutes before Elshnick put the second one in, so we saw two goals. So for me and Nathan, we won two 0 uh, But you know, it's, it's great. It's, it was a great night. Oh, sat at Simon's feet up electric reclining sofa or a beer in my hand so yeah. that. I know some people I mean you know slowly but surely right because not the Tuesday just gone the Tuesday before like, the Morecambe game it was just me at the game with all you three around at Nathan's 
Then it was me and Nathan at the game and just you and Simon. So the next Tuesday night away game should be three of us at the game and one at home and then slate yeah. and then, yeah, and, and see. And then eventually it'll be all of us yeah, all of us at a game. An away game somewhere. No, I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure that'll happen at at, uh, at some point. But <laughs> back to the game itself, keep your comments uh, coming in, let us know what you you thought about it as well. Um you've thought about the the result and everything like that as well. And for once obviously it was all about getting that killer second and about going on and pressing the game but again it's that defending from the front isn't it exactly and it's fantastic build up play it's a well worked move shall we say it's been obviously been knocked back forward not letting them get it on the floor not letting them play around too much and you can probably say that it was probably the best possessive football we've played all season. We've not. We, they had a couple of chances that probably should have done better with Rhoda's luck, but it was a pretty dominant display. And did anybody see um, Dave Artell's comments after the game? Apparently, it was a headbutt by Hayden White. <laughs> yeah, well, that was right, what, what wasn't it? it yeah, was, uh, yeah, that was not a headbutt. It was comical, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, didn't even say anything on commentary. Didn't look like anything. No, it, yeah, it from was said our, on Twitter no. by either team. Yeah, from our vantage point, it was. Um, it was literally right in front of us. Yeah, he went. Hayden White did go towards the near, but he was nowhere near, and he just dropped down, didn't he? Yeah, he was, was play acting, and he, to be fair, he should have easily been yellow carded. I mean, their their player caught it, caught right? Hayden White, so he sort of stood up to him, and he's sort of gone in, but not with a head, but just sort of stood up and squared up to him. And their players just going, "Whoa, we're on the floor!" Yeah, maybe he was practicing, practicing his ghost impression for trick or treat the following night. It's so that's the thing something. then in Artel's post-match he actually came out and said that was the decision that changed the game well I don't see how because so, we were so tuning up at the time yeah, so. it, was, it yeah. was a dominant performance from us and it just got better and better and as as much as we've been critical of teams so far this season about not being on the second ball not being on the mark can't fault Timmy Elsnick for the second goal absolutely fantastic steaming in You'd have thought Alex McDonald were on pitch with where he came barging into the box and what a shot into the top left corner. And of course, you've still got Alex McDonald to come back into contention for that midfield as soon as he's fit. We're not quite sure how far away he is yet, but you'd probably imagine around sort of you've mid, got, mid-December time. You've now midfield. got four centre what people, four players that can play centre mid quite easily. Yeah. In Bishop, Elsnick, Mellis, and Macca. As yeah. well as Khan, and, let's, and let's face it, it's it's basically three because Bishop's the name, the first name of the team sheet. Well, exactly, yeah. but how, who who do you drop? Because Elsnick and Mellis exactly. have been quality for the last two games, and you've got such a big player in Alex McDonald, an influential player. It's going to cause flickcroft and fortune headaches. This is because we're just getting stronger and stronger game by game, and the results are starting to follow now as well certainly so and obviously one man behind that result on Tuesday night was attacking midfielder uh, Timmy Elschnick of course on loan from Derby County happens that he scored a brace at Crew for Swindon last year so you know Crew is obviously a happy hunting ground for him but let's see what he made uh, of uh, those goals let's uh, hear his thoughts uh, on his performance 
at uh, Crew in midweek where he scored two goals came very very close to uh, scoring a third as the Stags won by three goals to nil uh, at Crew on Tuesday night here's Timmy Elchnick speaking to I Follow perfect that would be a hat trick but it was up there it was it was I mean now obviously I'm happy with the result got a win that's why we came here uh, scored two goals uh, I think I've told you before that's why I came here to score goals and get wins and I'm glad I helped the lads to, to get a three points today I think they're both different obviously the first one I had to place it in the right corner uh, because the defender was closing me down where second second one I had a good touch and just powerful s- s- strike uh, the keeper couldn't save it um, so I think the first one obviously get a lead so I think that lift up the team so I'm going to pick the first one when you're one nil up uh, it's always the game's always in the air like no matter how you play less than minutes they're just going to put bodies up front and it can go either way where if you get this second goal in league two uh, teams normally go under and it's just so much easier for the team to like, just relax have a breather and um, obviously the opponent's going to open up so with the pace we've got on the counter it's always easier to get the third or fourth um, I think that's what happened today just look at the defence I mean the three lads at the back they're so massive I mean Sweeney was missing today and when he comes back as well uh, I think our back three four whatever we play uh, it's just so strong big physical fast as well so the opponent's got really big problem problem with us and obviously in between the sticks Bobby put incredible save at the end to, to keep the clean sheet he's a crucial part of it as well but today I think it was up from the front as well the strikers are pressing high because obviously they want to play from behind and I think uh, a couple of times they just uh, overplayed it and we nicked it and um, I think that was good press from the front as well that's where you have to start that's Timmy Elshnick speaking to I follow after that game at Crew in midweek if you want to watch that in full mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow is the place to be for that and lots of exclusive behind the scenes content on there as well he mentioned there can the late save from Bobby Elshnick and at 3-0 up um, I think sometimes we we can be guilty of any team I think can be guilty of that complacency but to make the two excellent saves in the last sort of two minutes or so that I did to preserve that, that clean sheet that's huge isn't it it's a huge mental tick I'd say you, you look at the games that we've played this season how many goals have we conceded late on whether they've been equalising goals constellation goals whatever goals are goals so to be able to get into a winning position a comfortable winning position and still being able to stay focused stay alert and just see the rest of the games out and fair enough the defence probably could have closed them down a bit quicker but they were two fantastic strikes and two even better saves and as much as we've been critical in the past of goalkeepers we've finally got two goalkeepers that were actually like Great. We've got. We, if one gets injured, we've got a, an equally good backup in Conrad Logan. So it, it's like we we don't have this problem of having a number one goalkeeper. We don't have one because we've got two number one goalkeepers. It's just unfortunate that only one can play. Exactly. Otherwise, who would you choose? They've both been fantastic this season. Yeah, they certainly, they certainly have. And uh, I, I think as well, Nath, one other thing that we need to talk about is the fact that sometimes we've sat here and we've been slightly critical of the fact that we've got into this new system, but there have been times in games where we've been a little bit under pressure and not changed the system as much. Mm-hmm. But at half-time on Tuesday night, David Flickcroft changed it to a back four. He went fourth. 4-3-3 moving CJ up front from right wing back and Hayden White across to right back and bedding to left back and obviously Pierce and Preston as the two centre halves and yeah. 
which sort of allowed Melis and Nelsnik to, to move in the midfield as well. But going fourth through, not only did it sort of quiet and crew down, but it also pushed us forward a little bit. And to have that weapon in your armory and that flexibility, that's a, a positive. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think we were perfect the first half because I think crew did have some chances and they were a bit like us, what we've been guilty on, and of not taking a chance. I think Sean Miller missed an absolute set, didn't he? Which would have. Uh, Equalised it, and it would have been a different game. So, um, you know, credit to Flitcroft and and Futcher. They they you know obviously saw this was a bit of an issue, and they needed to do something to change. Um, and I, I, it's quite brave as well because like, we have a supporters. I know that, I can't remember what game it was, but there was a game a few weeks back where he did change it like that, where um, Hamilton was moved across, and it, it just didn't work. And uh, I think we went on to draw that game. You know, one of the many draws so you know and he got criticised for it but he's still doing the changes because he still believes in you know the systems that he's doing and, you know whether it's the first system or the second system he believes in, in, in what he's put in place and this time it worked like an absolute treat so um, you know credit to him for, for doing that credit to the players for making it work as well let's talk yellow cards obviously Ryan Sweeney was suspended for Tuesday night's game at crew five yellow cards so far uh, this season we're back in contention for um, for Saturday's game away at Cheltenham but first and foremost Nathan is he going to get in do you think <laughs> he's, 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 I don't know I mean he, if he hadn't been suspended he wouldn't have been out of the team so I think that's one of the things to consider but then you know the ones who are there why would you take them out because they've just kept a clean sheet away at crew so I, I don't know it's a difficult one I think he will be in um, possibly for for White who I don't think is quite match fit after being out for a bit so that's probably why I think he'll probably come in Tell me about think, yourself just thinking back to last season Cheltenham was quite a wide pitch quite a short but wide pitch so you're probably thinking that a five at the back would be a bit more suited so you could probably see him coming back in um, would you drop anyone? it'd be very harsh to drop someone after that game you can't really say that after hammering someone 3-0 on their own turf that anyone deserves to be dropped unless they're injured or suspended but sometimes the changes have got to be made up to Flitcroft and Futter as to what happens now but I think probably will change the formation slightly it's that time of year now as well where those bookings are starting to accumulate and I think We've been a little bit more guilty this year of getting silly bookings and, and things like that. I mean, we spoke last week of... I mean, the reason that Sweeney was suspended was because it was a silly booking, which he, he picked up. Mellis uh, got a silly yellow card the other week as well, didn't he, for kicking the ball away. And those cards add up. I mean, Mal Benning's, I think, one or two cards, where I think he's one, one, away, one yeah. away from a suspension, uh, which would be a bit of a blow. I think Christian Pierce might be one or two. I think it's two, I think. There's certainly a few players in there that are on uh, around that mark. And when you've got the games coming thick and fast... They start, they start to add up, and you don't really want to be if you you know when you you don't when you're on a good run of form, which I think we are to be fair at the minute, yeah. we, especially in the defensive area, which you know best defense in the league pretty much. We don't want to be picking up silly bookings and silly suspensions, well, needless suspensions. You, you don't want two of them to come at the same time as well, which that's, could very much happen. Yeah, that's where we're going to be struggling. I mean, we, we talk about massive cover, have we? So. No, I mean, we talk about you know getting games called off for international duty, but what would happen, for example, if um, you know we 
just for argument's sake, the two of those the two defenders who always go on international duty, Pierce and Sweeney, were both suspended at the same time for five yellow cards. But obviously it wasn't an international Yeah, well, I see. Game. You, you but still, they, they you wouldn't miss the, the game because it's an international game. Yeah, you haven't got the freedom to uh, to call a game off because of suspensions. It's only for internationals. So uh, that's probably where you'd... If you're going to have a criticism about the squad, we are lacking a bit of cover. But, you know, it is a positive thing whilst everyone's fit. But if that scenario does play out, and let's hope it, you know, let's hope it doesn't. But if it does, we haven't got... A lot of cover there. Obviously, we've got Gibbons who can come in and, and do a good job. But past that, you've got you're not you're not really you you're really diving into the youth setup. So, so I was saying you, you look last season, and we'd got such a, a big squad. We were complaining that we'd got too many players, and players weren't getting the game time, so they were becoming disgruntled, wouldn't put effort in, and end up dossing around in the reserves or whatever so play commitment was an issue last year but now it's the opposite way around you've got the full commitment but it also comes at a cost a lot of the time you get players going in for full hearted tackles tussling for the ball trying to win every single ball to help the team and do whatever and you've seen players like Neil Bishop pick up bookings for tussling for the ball in the middle of the field Christian Pierce, Matt Preston have done it quite a lot at the back so it's good that we've got the players that are willing to fight for every ball but when it when the suspension has started coming in it's, you look back and how many of the bookings that they've taken have been silly or needless Exactly. There's, mm. there's certainly probably maybe seventy percent of those bookings have been silly or needless. It's that part of the game which we need to cut out. I don't mind a player getting booked for going in for a, for a challenge because it, it shows the intent, as you say. But it's those petulant ones which we need to cut out of the game. Tuesday night then uh, was uh, a fantastic result for us, as, as we say, a three 0 victory away at Crew. Let's hear now from uh, the man in charge of the team. Let's hear from the Stags boss, David Flickcroft, who gave his thoughts uh, on that victory away at Crew in midweek. Here is the stage boss, David Flickcroft. It was a resounding victory. It was a victory that had everything that uh, that you want to see. Uh, we was we was aggressive. We was front foot. Uh, we're causing problems every time we attack first half we could have scored and looked like you know we nearly scored um, I thought we, we were almost like a runaway, runaway train first half it was it was brilliant um, second half we altered the shape I felt a couple of times that they got in uh, were too split and some of their movements really good um, we changed shape 4-3-3 three, three, and um, it really settled us the structure of the team was, was, was phenomenal we uh, just completely dominated the game um, so you know delighted with the boys I thought they uh, they really uh, looked energised Timmy Elsnick coming back in the team I think um, that rest has, has done him done him good he didn't have the pre-season the other lads had and he was flagging a little bit the, the last sort of game and a half he played but I think it's re-energised him recharged him and he's come back in and his quality is there for everyone to see do you know what I mean um, and I'm chuffed for Tyler our detail were really good tonight the lads listen clean sheets are about detail key detail Bobby's positioning was just on a different level I thought it was it was a masterful display from Bobby. Uh, that last save he's made, you know, again, does his work. The kid's immaculate in his work, in his preparation, um, in his thinking, in his outlook, um, you know, and, and um, yeah, everyone played a played a big part in the win tonight. Listen, we're desperate. That dressing room's desperate for that. 
Um, we're desperate for that. Um, I said Saturday, you know, to the players that that game um, against MK, they've, they've invested wisely. They've got League One players. It was like taking the League One team on and went toe to toe with them. And I think that belief that the boys got out, we brought that into tonight's game. So, you know, without doing a lot, Thursday, Friday, mentally, the players have come here at a, at a you know, at a, at a place that is difficult to get a result. And um, they'll be able to take that belief into Saturday's game. So, you know, we'll go down the motorway uh, buoyant, but certainly not arrogant. Um, you know, making sure that our work is uh, consistent and solidified. But listen, I, 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 I'm a team coach. I'm, I'm an individual coach. I love making individuals better. You know, supported Tyler through a rough, rough period over the last few weeks. He's come out the other side and looks looks good again. You know, so uh, CJ got his end product tonight that we've been working desperately on. Um, you know, so there's a lot of signs, a lot of good shoots, a lot of signs, um, and work was steadily improving on our work, and, and that's 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 important to me. That's David Flickcroft speaking after that uh, 3-0 win away at Crewe in midweek. Uh, and clearly as well, he's a fan of the podcast because myself and Nathan, uh, a couple of weeks ago, were trying to think of new songs. It was that period when we weren't getting many songs for players. No. Um, we were trying to think of new new songs and we just picked random players and, and random words. And I think we were going... Uh, KP's on fire our defence is solidified yeah that was it yeah. and then I think we, we said solidified about four or five different times <laughs> and all of a sudden Dave has dropped galvanised and he's gone solidified he's obviously listening to so, Modern Day. Dave Evening, how you doing? All right, nice one. <laughs> uh, the key thing, of course, though, all joking aside, is uh, getting back to back victories. Can because we've got, um, if we're doing a checklist now, stupid last minute equalisers gone, done. Um, winning away from home, winning, done. Scoring more than once, done. Back to back wins, loading. Let's just hope it happens on Saturday. Then it's not always been a, a great team to play against we've struggled sometimes against Cheltenham they've always been a, a tough team but I will gladly erase last year's encounter and last year's Tuesday night trip from yeah, my memory that was, that was a woeful game awful a nice little detour by twice cross zoo on the way home yeah road work's terrible but um, like we said it, it's, it's a very big pitch so I think ball I think the, the, just the way that we play the ball at the minute the short interplays being able to spread the play down the wings it's going to be cru crucial and I think as long as we've got as key players fit then I think it's all points in the right direction Cheltenham dwindling right down near the bottom whether that's a good thing we never know we've not really got the results that we should have done against teams at the bottom such as your Macclesfields but let's hope we've turned th a lot of things around touch wood all comes good on Saturday. I think it's needed now, Nathan, isn't it? Because we, you know, we look back at the, the last couple of results. Yeah, great win at Morecambe, fantastic draw against MK Dons, great uh, win, obviously at Crew, two wins from three. That's that's great, it's fantastic, and obviously two back-to-back -back wins away from home. But it's getting those back-to-back -back wins in the league and starting to turn this what 
it is in consistent form when you're going from winning to drawing and it, because it, it's almost like going from first gear to second gear and never really getting to third and progressing yeah. but getting that back to back wins it's going to be a great thing for our mindset because the longer we go into the season it's alright as, as David Flickcroft has said in his, his press talking about this fantastic array record and, and things like that but when most of them are draws it, it's not great on paper I think he said last week that he's not bothered about it because we've not been winning so to to get that back-to-back wins now, that's a great tick going into what is a, a, a big batch of, of home games coming yeah. up. But I think what I what would be just even better about it all is if we do go and get a win. Obviously, like you say, just get that first back-to-back win is key. But just for the league table, you know, we're it's now looking good. You know, we've still got a game in hand over most or every team in the league anyway. Uh, which, which, of course, is, comes Tuesday night against Grimsby. Yeah, so that's obviously a... a you know, a big benefit. But if we can win on Saturday and all, all, you know prepare ourselves within touching distance, of, well, we already are in touching distance of the playoffs anyway. As it is really, but you know, depending on how results go as well on Saturday, and we win, we could. I think we could be in there anyway. So uh, without that game in hand, if I'm right in thinking, so um, I think that's the main thing. It's you know we we we're so close to looking like a. A very good team, but obviously it's just that the, the amount of draws and the and the league table at the moment is letting us down. But back to back wins, that's going to that's what propels you up the table, and that's what we need. Keep your comments coming in on the live feed tonight if you want to get involved. Callum says must wins in the next two games, especially against Grimsby. If we do win, we're right back on track. Come on, you stakes. I think it's got a good point there as well because it's you know we've got this great away record as, as we say. Obviously stretches back to last season, which is fantastic and gives you a mental advantage but when you look at our home form obviously that's where the, the one defeat has come been a couple of wins in there but it's been inconsistent we've never really f- I've always felt at home probably the last two or three weeks or so that we've there's been this not negativity about us although, though there is a small bubble of it, it, uh, fans um, who are in that sort of bracket I'm, I'm glad you said fans and not supporters yeah I know it's different, different word isn't it? people um, people um, <laughs> hello on Twitter Borderline. you know who you are um, <laughs> and I think that carries a stigma sometimes I'm, and it almost acts as a bit of a Glass barrier, which the stags are so afraid to break through. We've got to break that going into. It's the literally, pictures. we got a draw on Saturday, obviously against MK Dons, which I think is a great draw. It was a fantastic draw, yeah, best draw of the season, which was a big comment through not only posts on our page but also MK Dons fans saying it. Yeah, on their page saying it was a good draw for them because we were a strong team. Expect us to be up there. We were the well, same about MK Dons. They were a strong team. We were good to take a draw out of that game. And within the hour, Flickcroft out. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on and gone. I don't like him. I don't. It's, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't like him. On and gone. Exactly. What do we say what, on on Tuesday night, Nath? Three 0 win away from home. Clean sheet and. St- some fans are still not happy. Yeah, he, what more do you actually want? I, in some way, I, I sort of uh, give up with with that. There's going to be some some supporters, that, well, fans uh, that I, I think mm-hmm. you're never going to please. You know, regardless, uh, I think one one uh, person has even said that uh, we could win every game in the rest of the season and still wouldn't like him. So that to me That's just, just an said, idiotic what, comment, isn't yeah, it? Well, you know, what what can you do? You know, I. I, it's, I Try and ignore them now because it's what's the point. So, um, 
but like you said if you know in the day the more we keep winning the more we keep playing well the, the harder it's going to be for them to moan because they're just going to make themselves look like idiots so so. Thing, as, as much as we don't like singling fans out and pointing out the negatives now that we are getting the results and we're still getting the same comments it's it's hard to ignore because it's like what game did you watch yeah and what what it was is. it about, what is it about a 3-0 win away from home against let's face it and let's be honest, brutally honest here what is actually a very good crew side they were in good form at home and they're tough to beat at home yeah. not won there since 92 what, it's literally like what more do you want it's like pulling teeth sometimes mm. it really is but that's why like say if we pick up uh, six points from the next next two I mean and if we if we go out and be professional I think that professionalism is what we need especially for Saturday going away to Cheltenham when they've had such a, a bad start to the season Let's, yeah we need to go in there a bit like no arrogance said, no arrogance be buoyant because we've come off of uh, two great performances and, and well three you know, yeah great, three great performances yeah, really yeah, you could stretch it back to Morecambe so. I mean that Morecambe game I think it's a great performance in a different way it was an ugly performance but yeah. it was professional because we defended and, and did the job and kept the clean sheet and took the points so yeah. we, we need to like I say not, not be arrogant but just professional and go out there and you know and if we, if we do that I can see us winning by yeah, a good margin. Why not? You know, if in the, the day teams are out of form, they're there for the taking. So if you go and do your job and apply yourself correctly, you're gonna you'll come off with three points and hopefully a, a nice scoreline to go with it. Well, let's have a look at the upcoming fixtures. And we are now into November, which means Christmas is just around the corner. Um, we were singing Christmas songs last week, weren't we? Uh, I, 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 I'm I'm no long. idea what you're on about. No, no, no idea. I'm I mean, leaving. today <laughs> in the Mansfield Town Football in the community office, I'm going to give a shout out to. We've got a Bluetooth speaker in there, and when the kids went out to play football, in fact, no, they were in the office this morning. Um, we started playing Christmas songs, and we had Christmas songs on for a good hour. I wasn't in control of these, by the way. Okay. It wasn't me playing it. You um, love Christmas that. I didn't I mean I'm getting into this morning I'm, I'm putting like, on my trip when I get home so yes I'm right thanks very much for watching we'll see you next week <laughs> goodbye we're going to have to put this to the trip should we put Christmas decorations up in here this year what do you I, think I think we're going to make it a bit festive aren't we yeah, yeah. some blue and yellow tinsel yeah why not we di- I digress anyway what I'm just trying to say is we are now into uh, November um, which means fresh batch of fixtures look at last week we were talking about quite a few uh, away games coming up and whilst we, we're not quite through them yet because we've got obviously Cheltenham on Saturday after that it's back to home comforts for us um, and different competitions as well so very much the the time to focus and get through that period by not looking at it as we've got a league game then we've got a rest a, a rest for a week or two weeks not in the league it's just about winning games and keeping that momentum going um, so obviously obviously on Saturday Cheltenham away then on the 6th obviously Tuesday night Grimsby at home then next Sunday Charlton in the FA Cup at home obviously 12.45 12.45 or 12.15 12.45 12.45 I thought it was 12.15 12.45 kick yes. off we'll go with that get there uh, 12 get there 12 <laughs> you, you'll be alright uh, and then only a day's rest 
uh, between that game and the Scunthorpe game in the Checker Trade Trophy, which is going to be a, a tough encounter in many different ways, which we'll come on to in a second. Then on the 17th, we've got Port Vale at home, or obviously the return of Ricky Miller. They've got Tom Pope there as well. They've got okay. some good uh, good players. 24th, uh, obviously won there already this season in the Checker Trade Trophy against uh, Lincoln, uh, trip to Lincoln. And then obviously on the 27th, Crawley at home as well. That is a, a tough run of games, especially in that middle bit where you, the focus switches from you know, league to the two cup games because th- for me the two cup games we might be playing league one opposition in the FA Cup but I want another good cup run I think yeah. it's <laughs> money spinner uh, obviously good for momentum and good for confidence but it, it's that week period there which I've sort of highlighted on my bit of paper as if to say that's the week which is either going to make us or break us in terms of mentality over a longer period yeah I mean I'm not too worried about that one day rest between Charlton and the Scunthorpe in the Checker Trade simply because we're already through and obviously we don't yeah. get a home tie but it's not the end of the world if we don't get a home tie so no. uh, I think obviously we're going to see a lot of changes there as many as we probably can make I know I, I can't remember what the rules and I think if it, I think now it's just first teamers isn't it so we're, yeah, we're first okay teamers, with that yeah. so, um, I'm, so I'm not too concerned about that so I think the emphasis has to be put on the uh, Obviously, the, the the greatest cup competition, which is FA Cup, and uh, obviously we'd love to see us progress. It's going to be tough. We've got a very good League One side coming to us, so it's not going to be easy. We know that, but uh, let's go out there and, and, and not leave a stone unturned. You know, and, give them everything. Again, that period there, Cam, is, is the period of time where those players who perhaps haven't been getting as many minutes as they wanted or getting the game time which they wanted get the opportunity to, to come in and stake a claim for a shirt you presume that in one of those two games Logan is going to get 90 minutes um, you look at probably the likes of Lewis Gibbons and um, maybe if Sweeney doesn't manage to get himself back in the side it'd be an opportunity for him to come back in potentially you might see McDonald. it might be a little bit too early for him Amari Jordan Graham um, you know Craig Davis etc 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 we players that are knocking on the door to get into the first team it's just just by the fact that we're playing quite well that they've probably not got a game players like Jordan Gibbons and <laughs> Jordan Gibbons I've shown you that a few weeks I've done ago. the exact I did that you I did it I've done it we've Lewis all done it <laughs> and Jordan Graham sorry lads <laughs> we, we are Mansfield fans honest Jordan Gibbons can't get the start honestly no no but I did the exact same thing Um yeah, Conrad Lang's think will be quite good. Yeah, Conrad. Uh, oh, Bobby Logan. Bobby Logan. <laughs> Bobby Logan. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great. Daddy Walker up front. <laughs> oh, dear. It's just unfortunate not be, that they've not got a game. Put me off my train of thought there. They've not got games, so fair enough. It's going to be tough that we have got so many games all in such a tight space. But if you pick up a couple of knocks during the games, because obviously, like. It's not too bad playing Saturday, Tuesday, but next week when we've got Charlton on the Sunday and then play Tuesday night against Scunthorpe, fair enough, they're both cup competitions and probably a week of squad against Scunthorpe, but there's still going to be first team players that are in there. Mentality wise, so, as well, that Scunthorpe game, and th- this is true because I, I've been and brought tickets for it, they are only selling at the moment for the Scunthorpe, Scunthorpe games, for the Scunthorpe game, tickets in the, we- in the Ian Greaves lower. Blocks A, B, C, and D because they yeah. predict so so fewer fans 
are going to turn up for that game when you consider we've got the, the home game with Charlton just before it as well they predict so few fans are going to go to it that they're only opening at the moment those four blocks the, the ticket office staff did say um, that if more tickets are sold they will potentially open the upper tier but at the moment it's just blocks A, B, C and D so they pre- predict such a low crowd which is a, a different mentality to play in isn't it it will just it will be like a reserve game won't it it'll be very, it's going to be a weird atmosphere that day you know especially if it's if we do get as low crowds as, as expected so um, it'll be a very odd game for the players to go into but I think you've got to try and uh, forget that I think um, it's going to come down to the management of uh, Flickroff and Futcher by giving those players the opportunity because like those names that were mentioned earlier you know the Jordan Gibbons and uh, and, and, and Lewis and Lewis Grahams and yeah and uh, Omari Sweeney I don't know whoever whatever else Sweeney Mellie who else can think of it you know they need to sell it to them and just say to them look this is your chance to um, to show me what you're made of and you know to get if you want to you know, getting that in that squad for the Port Vale is it after that? Yeah, so, Port, Port Vale. Yeah, it's got to it's got to do it that way because so what you know they're not going to get picked up by the crowd because the crowds aren't going to be there. So um, I think that's the only thing we can really do. So I was saying another po- uh, as much as it's a negative that we've got so many games in a row. Talking about player fatigue and mentality and all that. Another positive is that they are coming thick and fast. We're now starting to get to the business end of the season. Fair enough, you've got... Business, I say business end of the year, not season, but... Yeah. Well, you, that's in... You, you but take, because people your table just, really starts to take shape. It does, it does season. form, it does start to mould now and start and to as, set. As, hate to mention them, as much as Lincoln bang on about being top at league, well, they were like six, seven points clear this... I oh, think of County last year, how yeah. they was... Uh, well, they're third bottom. Miles clear by... It's still in January and... Like January yeah, did the same thing, so. didn't they? They were up there. Exactly. And looks what happened to them, they in a relegation dogfight again yeah. the season's really starting what a shame <laughs> what a shame <laughs> they're really starting to really start to it's take shape and starting to take shape I don't think it's necessarily but even I think it's like the games that we've lost results have relatively gone our way so now games game 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 come on singular come on, come on, get no, lost. No, 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 we've no, lost no, one no, you I mean, the right, games that get we've yourself lost. on Twitter and get no, yourself no, moaning go join that lot the games that we've lost is in fixture wise. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, so go on. the yeah, games that we've lost, the games that we've lost over the season <laughs> that we're now getting back, the, the results, the results are starting to go our way now. So the t- we are climbing up the table, and that's the, what's what most people seem to forget: the fact that we're not we're, we're three points outside the playoffs with a better goal difference than. Two of the teams that are in the playoffs. Yeah. We just need to get so, ourselves in amongst. So, them. I think, so as long as we can keep winning, we'll just keep climbing the table. And with it being so tight up there, one game can make a massive difference. And when you look at the size that we've got to play as well, you know, the next month or so, Cheltenham obviously struggling at the the bottom end of the table. There, you know, sec- the relegation zone. second bottom at the moment. Macclesfield odds on to probably be the first ever team to come up from the conference and go straight back down. Um, we need to be punishing that uh, Grimsby after that obviously Grimsby are at the moment 19th so they're hovering above it but an upturning fortunes could see them climb 
Um, then obviously league-wise, Port Vale, again, they are at the moment at 14th, so they're only three points behind us, so, you know, by the time we play them, they could be above us or, you know, just behind us or whatever, depending on our results. Then you go to the league leaders at the moment in Lincoln, who are not running away with it, they're only two points clear at the minute, um, and then... You follow that up with Crawley at home, who are, again, just only a point behind us. It is so tight there, and all the teams in that that we've mentioned there are in different parts of the table. It's so tight, but at the end of that month, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start to really set. And for me, looking purely on the next two league games, like whoever it was in the comments earlier said, um, six points from six yeah. is an absolute must. And I think anything other than that is, I would class... Barring any special circumstances like a red card or a serious injury or whatever, I would class uh, as a failure. A couple of other comments uh, coming in uh, tonight. Mark uh, Rickers says, let Flickcroft and the boys keep doing what they're doing. It's starting to finally pay off. When it comes to fr- uh, fruition, watch all the moaners fade away as always. Yeah. Uh, and great comment from Roger as well, which we, sh- we shall end on uh, tonight. Roger's comment um, says, nobody should be moaning at the moment. They're wasting their breath and their data so there you go I think that's a, a fantastic comment just yeah. finally then um, let's have some predictions uh, for uh, no but let's not do predictions first I have written this down and then I've completely uh, forgotten about it um, player of the month for October the month just gone give me your top don't, don't give me your top player give me your top three your top three players of the month for October just give me names Elegnik Bishop Hamilton Nathan Aleshnik KP and Elshnik KP and Elshnik I would go for uh, Aleshnik um, who I think has been absolutely fantastic I'd go for uh, I think I'd probably agree and go for KP because it's solid at the back solidified, and, you know, solidified uh, and I would probably go uh, I'm going to put a name that you've not said it. I'm going to say Rose I mean I know he's an obvious target to say but I think his game has really improved yeah. I think he's defending from the front he's dropping deeper into midfield and making things happen uh, but I think we all said one name the same which was a constant which was Alejnik and yeah. I think if you look at his contribution to this month a lot of the improvements we've, we've made from conceding those um, late goals and things like that um, have come through a Lesnick's continued and improved performance, haven't they, Cam? Oh, exactly. There were some decent saves last Saturday, some decent saves on Tuesday night, and made some saves that really could have changed the game if we'd have gotten, say, we'd have gone one 0 down at Crew, or they'd have equalised. It would, it would have been different. And you want to say it's been a, a, a solid performance from the defence and Bobby. So credit to the defensive team, what they work on in training does actually work in the games and let's just hope that we can keep the the joint best defensive record going let's make, let's even make it the best defensive yeah. record going uh, final comment uh, from Callum says Alejnik Bishop and Mellis I vote I'd vote for Alejnik though been solid and kept us in it in the MK game I don't even think it's just that game either I think you can look at several of the games recently especially crew on, on Tuesday night where wasn't threatened but those the fact that he made those decent saves to 
you know keep that clean sheet and keep us solid I think that has to take a, a lot of credit so um, uh, it's a bonus for a clean sheet clean sheet <laughs> bonus well that would yeah. explain a lot wouldn't it is a is a astute businessman apparently so that would uh, explain a lot uh, final shout out obviously I just want to give a shout out to uh, Michael Parker who's watching tonight as well cousin my cousin Michael he's in the hospital at the moment um, so I hope you you, you get better soon uh, cousin and that uh, will get you back to a state game uh, sooner rather than later and uh, keep those results coming in as well uh, final bits uh, from me tonight obviously it is half term at the moment so I'm going to do my job bit now what I get paid for um, October half term club at the moment no not the one that you used to attend um, is uh, is on at football and community tomorrow day of football starting at the Buncall Stadium at the community rooms 8.30 start till 4 uh, and it's uh, £15 for the day uh, walking football if you're over a certain age and you fancy taking on walking football that Simon thing. listen up yeah, yeah, Simon. Simon this one is for you um, uh, obviously walking football at the Buncall Stadium on the 3G 9 till 10 on Saturday uh, just 3 quid to get involved with that all the details you need mansfieldtownfitc.net where you can also see the, sne- the spooky uh, photos from last night's uh, Halloween SSA Party on the photos was you. It wasn't me. It was. Ooh. It was not me. I wasn't even. No. I mean, you know, that's it. I'll have to wear a camp out and mask next next time. Prediction times. There. Prediction. What I was going to say, boys, you can't take them off now. You know. Yeah. I mean, oldest joke in the in the the book. Um, where were you last night? What were you, What were you doing last night? As I've heard rumours, you were stood in your window because you couldn't buy a pumpkin. Go on. That was the joke. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's sucked. I know, I know, I know. Prediction, save me. Prediction times for the next two two games, please, Nathan. Uh, next two games, I'm going to go 2-0 win at Cheltenham, and I'm going to go 3-1 win at home to Grimsby. 2-1, 4-0. Which, which way around? 2-1 at Cheltenham, 4-0 at home to Grimsby. I am going to say it will be a tough game at Cheltenham. Um, always a, a difficult place to go. Not really had the greatest of visits there. But I fully believe that Mansfield are going to get back-to-back wins uh, come and, and be solidified Absolutely. when it comes to uh, Saturday's game. So I'm going to go for a 2-0 win uh, away at uh, away at Cheltenham. Uh, Roger says 3-0 to the Stags at Cheltenham. And uh, in midweek against Grimsby, I'm going to say that we will win... 3-1 putting it out there back to back wins let's get a winning run going and by the time we're all back here next week with Simon hopefully Touchwood um, we will um, we will be in a great position in those playoffs and starting to really look like a team that is threatening that is it uh, from myself from Nathan and from Cam this week thanks very much as always uh, for your comments and for your questions it's really been appreciated uh, this is the Mansfield Matters podcast a show for the fans by the fans why? well because Mansfield Matters and you can catch us are live on Facebook facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters every Thursday at 6.30ish and you can also catch blogs and stats on our website as well at mtfcmatters.co.uk we'll see you at the same time next week uh, which will be the last Thursday podcast for a while Um, but we will still be doing a podcast we'll be moving to Wednesday night the reason is work commitments Um, so next Thursday at 6.30ish and then every for the next five weeks I do believe we will be on on a Wednesday night at 6.30ish to have your say on your team why? well because Mansfield matters we'll see you next week hopefully with six points on the board good night away 
days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.